ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by the man who's going to be putting the cash in the bag this weekend. It's Captain Tibbs. It's going to be right out of my own pocket, too. Hold on, Silves. Yeah, this is all the cash that's getting put in that bag. You see it? That is an empty wallet you're showing me right there, Tibbs. That is a... Is that a blockbuster video card? Those don't even exist anymore, Tibbs. Why do you keep it around? Sometimes I like to dream, Sills. I can have dreams too, can I? That's right, but Tibbs, this weekend is, of course, JWF Cash in the Bag. One of my personal favorite pay-per-views of the year. That is, of course, headlined by the Cash in the Bag match. Six men into the ring. The Cash in the Bag briefcase hanging high overhead. And if they get that briefcase, Tibbs, what do they get? You get a shot. Any of our titles you want to choose, you want to you want to take a shot at the JWF Championship. You want you want to go after Scotty Moore. You got it. Fuck it. You want to take on the Dylan or the Captain's Championship. You fucking got it. I even added something special this year. We got a tag team cash in the bag match. You want to take on the tag team champs? You can do it anytime, anywhere. That is right, Tibbs. And we've seen some amazing people cash that in the back. I mean, let's not forget our JWF champion, Scotty Moore. He would not have that title if it was not for the cash in the bag briefcase. It is a literally history changing briefcase. It could make or break you. And two men who are looking to win the tag title cash in the bag briefcase are these men in the ring right now. The team known as the VWO. And let's be honest, they are the veterans of this match. Their opponents, Bananas in Pajamas, and of course the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys, they've not been around the block as much as the VWO. And let's not forget the VWO have some experience in cash in the bag. Griffin Clouds right there. He cashed in a cash in the bag briefcase to become champion at Summerfest just a few short years ago. Mm-hmm. If there's anybody that knows more about what it takes to climb that mountain, to climb that ladder and grab that briefcase, it's that man right there, Griffin Clouds. That's right. And it looks like Griffin has a lot to say to his opponents ahead of their match this weekend. Let's have a listen. A lot of people in this company think that Wrestlepalooza is the end-all and the be-all. The biggest moment in anyone's career is to appear at Wrestlepalooza. (laughs) And for many, that's true. But, uh, well, for me, for my brothers, for the VWO, (laughs) cash in the bag is the most important pay-per-view of our careers. We had our first successful title defense at Cash in the Bag. I was a former Mr. Cash in the Bag, and I became the JWF World Heavyweight Champion thanks to it. Cash in the Bag is the greatest equalizer there is in the JWF. Anyone can win, and anyone can lose. And it takes an expert to stack that deck in their favor. And I'd say that when it comes to ladder matches, you're looking at three bona fide experts here in this ring. Which is why come cash in the bag, we're gonna look like we robbed a Samsonite store because the VWO are coming out with all the briefcases. Oh, because we know what it takes 
We have strategy, we have ability, and we will... Oh, Tibbs! Look at that, the music of the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys, the VWO's opponents in that match this Sunday. And of course, let's not forget, as Griffin brought up, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked you didn't bring it up. One, ha one third of the VWO is, of course, the Hammerman, who's going to be competing in the singles cash in the bag match. And like they said, the VWO could walk out victorious. But for right now, the Southern Boys, they seem like they've got a message. What do you think, Tibbs? I think the Southern Boys are coming back to their old tricks again, Sills. Just last week, they tried to interrupt a match that was going to be a, 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 a prequel to the Cash of the Bag tag match. And look what they got themselves into. They're keeping up with it tonight. Well, let's hear what old Sam Adams, the leader of the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys, has to say. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry there, brother. Look, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but look, I just... I gotta ask you a question. How do you think those little plans and schemes of yours are gonna pay off when you're getting the living hell beat out of you by the wild-eyed southern boys, huh? Because everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. That's the Sam Adams original right there. I said that. That's my quote. Because listen here, Griffin Clouds, you might be coming into that match feeling real clever, real smart, got your book learning in your brain words, but we're going to come in there being real vicious. We're going to bring that southern boy attitude that led to us taking the JWF tag titles away from you at the beginning of the damn year. Because for all your plans... And all your little schemes. You seem to always forget one little thing. And that's how to put up a real fight. Oh, Tibbs! The Southern Boys! The Southern Boys have rushed the VWO in the ring. And there's an all-out brawl now. The VWO! Griffin Clouds, Justin the Hammerman, take it on the Southern Boys. This is chaos. Oh, this is what, the, this is what those Southern Boys have been up to all year, Sills. They don't know how to talk their way out of a situation. They just start hitting things. That's right, but luckily it looks like the VWO's number game may be getting ahead of them. But no! Bananas in pajamas, the third team from Cash in the Bag, are coming out trying to upset the VWO's advantage. And ooh, Sam hits a beautiful sobriety test on Griffin. And it looks like, unfortunately, Justin is falling prey to Bananas in pajamas. Patented, peeling the banana move. The VWO basically just been decimated, but... Oh, look at this, Tibbs Houston, Longhorn, Sam Adams partner taking that ladder in. Oh, my God, just cracking bananas and pajamas over the skull with it. This is vicious. Oh, damn. No love loss in this ring right now, Sills. That's right. You can see the only men left standing are the wild-eyed Southern boys. And look at this. They are setting up that ladder over the broken bodies of bananas in pajamas. And it looks like they're giving us a little preview of what's to come this Sunday as they pull down the briefcase, holding it high. Tibbs, they know that's just like a decoration, right? Like they know they haven't won the match yet, correct? I really hope that I don't have to tell them about that, Sills. I would... I mean, I know they're not the smartest, like, not, not the sharpest knives in the drawer, but they, they should know that, right? I don't know, Tibbs, but one thing I do know 
is that I'll be honest, you might be a little bit conflicted come Sunday because we know one of your personal favorites, the Hammer Man, is walking into cash in the bag, but also returning to the JWF. His first pay-per-view match since his return is going to be your son, Chuck Tibbs. And let me tell you something, we've seen those two have some epic encounters in the past facing against one another, going uh, going in, on a team together. And, and Tibbs, I just got to know, how do you feel about this momentous ladder match and the return of your son? Sills, I couldn't be more happy to see my son come back to the ring, come back the way that he has. I know he's been frustrated for a long time being on the sidelines. I know that he's wanted, he's just been chomping at the bit just to get back into this ring and to show us what he's capable of. And in regards to him being in the ring at the same time as the Hammer Man, it, it's conflicting. Breaks my heart to think about those two boys who I care about so much going toe-to-toe. But I know that if there's a man in that match that is so hungry that he might just be able to float up, grab that briefcase, and take it off without a ladder, it might just be my son, Chuck Tips. And that's right, we have sent one of our top interviewers backstage with Chuck to hear his thoughts ahead of this prestigious match and his amazing return. Let's have a listen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Honey Pot Mick, thank you for looking after my cat here with the man who has made his shocking return to the JWF just a few short weeks ago. Chuck Tibbs. Now, Chuck, this Sunday, you head into Cash in the Bag to fight for the chance to become the titular Mr. Cash in the Bag himself. And uh, I have to know, how do you feel about heading into this? You know, uh, five months ago, I sat in a doctor's office. And uh, that man, he told me that it'd be nearly a year until I could wrestle again. If I could wrestle again. He told me to take it easy, maybe try and move on, come up with a a backup plan, as if I could ever do anything but this. But I saw a lot change since that day in the doctor's office. I had to sit back and watch as men like Scotty Moore won the JWF championship. I had to watch as Momoa Curry fought the Leviathan. I had to watch as my father was the one to kick Felix Ball out of this company. And and Dad, I love you. But you know, that was my spot. Taking out the Leviathan was my spot. Winning the JWF Championship was my spot. And that, it ate away at me every single day. Seeing all of these historic moments happen in the ring, and I wasn't able to be a part of them, and it looked like I might never be a part of them again. <laughs> when I came into this company, I was a joke. I had to fight, and I had to climb out of that pit of being a joke into being a legitimate wrestler, into being somebody that other wrestlers respected, and that other wrestlers knew that they could lose against somebody that you'd be afraid to get in the ring against. That's what I realized. I was just going to have to do this all over again. So I got into the gym, and I trained harder than I've ever trained in my entire damn life. I woke up 
I ate, I trained, I slept, and that was it. That was all I did for those months. So I could come back here and make everything right that was once wrong. And it all starts here, at Cash in the Bag. You know, a a lot of people don't remember this, but uh, my debut match in this company was a Cash in the Bag match. (laughs) You know, I was young, green, couldn't even put on a decent headlock. I was just that joke. And I lost, like I deserved. But this Sunday, this Sunday, I'm going to make it look like history itself is rewritten. I am going to make my own future. When I step in between those ropes and show the entire JWF universe that I am no longer that boy I once was. There's a lot of guys in this company that I've had to see get picked over me. Guys getting chosen for top spots over me. And I I knew I could never be the first choice. But I damn sure am going to be that best choice. Which is why I am the workhorse of this division. I am going to be the man that came back from a career-threatening injury in just five months. The man that will become Mr. Cash in the Bag 2020. You know, that's what it's all about, isn't it? JWF, the moments, these points in history that seal our entire fate. And this Sunday, I'm going to seize my moment. Thank you. (laughs) Tim, strong words there from your son. And and let me tell you something. I, I see the ambition. I see the fire that is lit under his ass. And any other year, I'd say Chuck Tibbs is definitely a good pick. But this year, he has some contenders to go against. He's got Blake Tanner, Hollywood Holcher, FOMO Son, Hammerman, AJ Steele. He is going to have to absolutely run the gauntlet if he wants to claim that briefcase this Sunday. And like you said, Sills, I've always respected my boy. He's improved so much. But I don't think that Chuck Tibbs from last year would be able to stand in the ring against those men. But this Chuck Tibbs... This man right here, my son, who has completely reinvented himself. Damn if he's not going to get close. And I think he's going to win it all. All right, Tibbs. Well, speaking of winning it all, let's talk about two men who are hoping to win it all in a JWF tag team match this Sunday. It is, of course, the team known as the Block. Busters debuting just less than a month ago here in the JWF. They have actually absolutely lived up to their name. They have been blockbusting through this division. And they are, of course, led by the man known as Lawrence Whitney, the former manager of our tag team champions, the War Wizards. And you know there is no love lost between those three. No, the War Wizards have made it clear how contentious their relationship is with Lawrence Whitney and how much they would just love to see his newest pet project, the Blockbusters, pinned to the mat. That is right, Tibbs. But of course, right now, we have a little preview of that match as one half of the War Wizards, the man known as Jeremus, takes on the Beast, the maniacal Titan. And Tibbs, just looking in the ring right now at these two individuals, you can definitely see there is a size differential between them. 
Oh, of course, it looks like the blockbusters. <laughs> they're two brick shit houses, and they're gonna take ache some pain to the war wizards. That's right, and you can see the bell going ring, and oh my god, Jeremus tried to rush in for something big, but unfortunately gets planted by Titan with that massive STO. And Tibbs, this is what I was talking about. This is the worry I've got for Jeremus in this match. This is very much a David versus Goliath situation going on in this ring right now. Uh, of course, uh, Jeremus, a lighter, more agile competitor, he's got to work to avoid the Titan. But Titan is known to be very agile in his own right. He's fast beyond his size. He may be built like a large powerhouse, but he can get around that ring quicker than you could ever give him credit for. That's right, but I don't think he's going to be using that agility. It looks like he is going for his strength as he just picks up Jeremus like a baby and, oh, God, hits a vicious backbreaker, then just holds on and tosses Jeremus unceremoniously over his head, Titan proving to be an absolute beast. And it looks like he's trying to end things early, picking up Jeremus for a powerbomb. But, oh, look at that. The boy wizard reversing into a head scissors, just sending Titan flying towards the ropes before, oh, a big drop kick to the outside. And, Tibbs, let me tell you something. Jeremus knows he has to capitalize. He has to keep this momentum going, bouncing off the ropes. And, oh, a beautiful send on to the outside. Uh huh. You gotta know once you got him off kilter, once you got someone like the Titan woozy and wobbly, you gotta keep up the offense and not give him any time to recover. That's right. And Jeremus, unfortunately, not taking that advice, his ego getting the best of him, just starting to play to the crowd. And unfortunately, that has led to Titan just <clears throat> tossing him in the air. A pop-up powerbomb. Oh, onto the hardest part of the apron, that corner. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. That precise point of the corner of a wrestling ring. I mean, I know everybody wants to talk about it's the hardest part of the apron. That's not the most dangerous part. It's that precise corner that can really tear up some tendons in the back. Uh-huh. If you hit her on the right spot, you could even get paralyzed if you go into that corner the right way. That's right, and I think that's what Titan's trying for right now, just grabbing one half of the JWF Tag Champs, and oh my god! Tosses him through one of our barricades, just breaking it apart, and I'll be honest with you, Tibbs, I do not think this is a wrestling match anymore. This is a down-and-out mugging we're witnessing. Uh... Yeah, I think you're right, So I think the Titan just wants to put as much pain on Jeremus as possible it, it, before their match at Cash in the Bag. That's right. Look at this. You can see Titan just picking Jeremus out of the rubble. And look at this, carrying him up the ring steps, showing off his strength and just tossing him to the inside unceremoniously. And you can see Jeremus is trying to fumble, get back to his feet, but unfortunately, ooh, walks in to a little bit of a goozle, getting grabbed by the throat by the Titan, who lifts him up for that massive choke slam. And now the entire weight of Titan just pressing down on Jeremus. Shibata counting the pin. One, two. Ooh, Jeremus just barely kicking out. But I mean, look at that. We've talked about it in the past, what I like to call the weak kick out. The legs were not involved. The waist was barely involved. He barely got that shoulder up, Tibbs. Mm -hmm. You have to put a lot of power into a kick out when you're in a pinning predicament. And to be when you're putting all your strength into it and it looks as weak as that, you know you, no, you don't have a lot left in the tank. 
That's right, but you can see Titan, he looks upset. I don't think he expected a kick out at that position, and he is just screaming at our referee, Shibata, and it has allowed Jeremy's time to kip up and hit a beautiful running knee to the back of the skull at the Titan. And Tibbs, we, we talked about it before, but if I was Jeremy's, I'd be running scared. I'd be doing everything I can to keep the Titan down. It looks like, looks like he's going to try it. Goes for a big lariat. Titan ducks it. But, oh, Jeremus springboards off the ropes into a beautiful crossbody. Goes for the pin. One, two. Oh, Titan gets out of it. And now, Tibbs, I want to ask, if you were Jeremus at this point in the match, you've thrown just about everything you could possibly throw at this beast. It almost seems like he's prolonging the inevitable. What could Jeremus do here? Uh, Sills, you gotta bide your time. When you're in a predicament like Jeremy's is right now, you don't have a lot left. You don't have a lot, but what you have, you gotta take all the strength you have left. You gotta find that perfect moment, and you've got to put everything into one singular strike if you're even gonna have a hope of putting down someone who's still raring to go like the Titan is right now. That's right. Now you can see Jeremy's trying to finish him off. Going to the top rope. Could be looking for something big. Could be going for a big crossbody. But no! Titan just gets the legs out from underneath him. Crotches Jeremy's on the top. And look at this. Titan just unceremoniously picking Jeremy's off of that top rope. Off that top turnbuckle. And unfortunately, Jeremus does not look like he is in a good place. It might be over because the Titan is prepared. He is ready to deliver the clash of the Titan. But no, Jeremus, look at this. Jeremus slips out, tosses Titan into the turnbuckle, and Jeremus rolls him up. Jeremus rolls him up. One, two, three. And Tim's Jeremus by the skin of his teeth comes out with that victory. And, and look at that. Looks like the Titan doesn't even know what's happened. He is screaming, fuming at Shibata. Oh, it looks like that, that hit to the turnbuckle must have rung his bell, Sylves. That was actually that was exactly what I was talking about. Jeremus was able to take advantage of a singular moment and get just knock the Titan senseless enough for him to get a quick pinfall. That's right. Here's hoping that momentum could carry him to cash in the bag. But Tibbs, speaking of cash in the bag, we've talked about uh, the championship matches. We've got this epic match. We've got the triple threat between Scotty Moore, Guy Fieri, and the former champion Momoa Curry. But one man who we haven't really heard from is, of course, our JWF captain's champion, the Dillon. We, of course, know that Dylan's been issuing open challenge after open challenge. What do you think he's got prepared for cash in the bag? Uh, I don't know, Sills. With the Dylan, with everything he's been doing, with his trajectory over the last few months, I, he could just have a giant fucking party in the ring for all we know. But I'm pretty sure that he's going to do something that will test his newfound abilities. That's right. And we actually got a video in sent in earlier today from the Dylan, who's, of course, off at one of his training camps. And the Dylan seemed to have a message for what he has prepared for what he wants at Cash in the Back. Let's have a listen. You know, in a lot of ways, I blame myself for what's happened to the JWF, what's happened to this company. You see, years ago, when I first came here, I had the right idea. Burn this company down because of what it was. But my logic behind it was wrong. See, I wanted this company to go down because of how low rent, low budget, poorly managed it was. But I was just caught up too much in the current spectacle of what wrestling is. You don't need a high budget 
to be a good wrestling company. What you need is good wrestlers. And I never focused on that. I had too much success in the beginning. And then I got caught up in the carny bullshit that is this company. <laughs> and I forgot about wrestling. Real wrestling. The kind of wrestling that existed in the days of the territories. And that still exists in other continents. Hell, even in the U.S., in certain places, but not here, never here, not anymore. And that is why I can't succeed. There's no one here that can help me take this company where it needs to go, to be a beacon of a match, a beacon of what two competitors can do when they test their skills to the utmost against one another. And so I have to look outside of the company. I have to offer a challenge to the world. Come cash in the bag. Come this Sunday. I need someone else. I need anyone else to come to be there with me on that night. To show this company, hell the world, that real wrestling still exists. I need someone to help me save this company. I need someone to help me save this slice of wrestling. Well, Tibbs, uh, I'll be honest, big surprise that Dylan is issuing an open challenge, but it's not just for the JWF. Anybody could come in from any single company in the world, and I'll be honest, I do not think this is a wise move from the technical spectacle himself, the Dylan. Yeah, I wonder, Sills, if he's hoping that somebody special would come to face him offering that kind of challenge. That's right, Tibbs, but he might be biting off more than he can chew, and that JWF Captain's Championship could be following somebody back to, who knows, New Japan, AEW. Doesn't matter that Dylan might be just giving away one of our titles this Sunday, and Tibbs, I'll be honest, I'm not going to have it. Now, wait a minute. I didn't think about that. I, I don't like this idea anymore. Ah, well, here's hoping that he can fight like hell. And speaking of some men who are going to be fighting like hell this Sunday, I want to be talking about that triple threat, that epic main event match as our champion Scotty Moore takes on the number one contender Momoa Curry and then a man who seemingly has come out of nowhere, the man known as Guy Fieri. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. Guy Fieri has absolutely violently almost inserted himself into this match. Uh, ever since his loss to Scotty Moore a few weeks ago <laughs> when he challenged for the, the JWF championship Guy Fieri has become a changed man it's like all of that all of that anger that he's taken towards almost getting to a title shot almost winning the big one it has finally exploded from him and he is stopping at nothing until he gets that championship that is right, Tibbs. And I actually sat down with all three of those men in that match earlier today, and they all had some very interesting words for their opponents. Let's have a listen. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. You're welcome. Can we get on with it already? What does the JWF Championship mean to you? Power. Vindication. Fame and all the glory that comes with it. 
Why do you need to win this Sunday? To shut up Scotty Moore for good. To prove everyone wrong about me. I don't need to win. I'm just gonna. And how do you feel about your opponents in that match? Well, Scotty Moore, despite everything he's done, is an absolute master in that ring. Don't tell him I told you this, but Momoa Curry is the guy. He's always been the guy. If you look at any of my peers in this company, they'll all tell you the same thing. He's an opportunist above all else, and he knows the perfect moment to slide in and get that victory. He is the measuring stick of the JWF, and frankly, it's my job to break that measuring stick, establish a new face of the JWF. You see, Scotty Moore might be the hot thing right now, but he is not ready for what's in store this Sunday. And what about Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri is a great hand in the JWF. Guy Fieri is a man struggling to hold his head above water. He thinks he's becoming a hero of the people, but he's going to be vilified when he fails this Sunday. He knows he's been sinking for a very, very long time. He's doing whatever he can to stay relevant. Guy Fieri has gotten to the same place he always gets to, right at the summit of the mountain. But this Sunday, like always, he will fail. Once this is over, he's going to go back to where he was struggling in obscurity because this momentum can only continue if he wins this title and look, I guarantee you that he won't. He'll fail. And he will fall. Like always. Guy Fieri He's a loser. Will A geek. Fail. A failure. Guy, what do you think about your opponents in this match? I don't. I don't think about them. I don't worry about them. I I don't care about them. This Sunday is not about them. This Sunday, Guy Fieri is only thinking about himself and thinking about that JWF World Heavyweight Championship around my waist. Because Guy Fieri is tired, Silves. Guy Fieri is tired of being a second thought. Guy Fieri is tired of being a failure, of being forgotten. Which is why this Sunday, I don't care who's in that ring. I don't care that I'm facing off against the man who has the longest reign of any JWF champion in history. I don't care that I'm facing a man who, despite all the odds, has managed to become the world heavyweight champion. I don't care. All I care about is winning, Sylphs. All I care about is going back home to my family with that title around my waist. Because this Sunday, it's, it's just a normal match for Scotty Moore and Momoa Curry. But this Sunday is everything to me, Sylphs. It's everything. Well, Tibbs, as you can see, it looks like, unfortunately, Guy Fieri might seem a little bit discounted by his opponents, but who knows, that might prove to be his advantage come cash in the back. You've always got to think about the third man, Silves. That spoiler could always be in there, and to be honest, 
If you're not thinking about every single person in the match, if you're not thinking about ways to beat them, if you're not thinking about ways that they could beat you, then you might have already lost the damn thing. That's right, Tibbs, but that is going to be an absolutely epic clash when those three men go and do battle this Sunday at Cash in the Bag. But in addition to that, we are going to have the Dylan's Epic Open Challenge to all comers. Any company, a man can come and face the Dylan this Sunday. In addition to that, we are going to see our JWF tag team titles on the line as the War Wizards face off against the Blockbusters with Lawrence Whitney at ringside. And Tibbs, you know Lawrence is definitely going to be, play- be playing a part in that match. Oh, of course, Silza. What good manager wouldn't be thinking of ways to play a part in the match? That's right. And then also we will have our two cash-in-the-bag matches where we are, of course, going to have our tag team match. The VWO, the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys and Bananas in Pajamas all facing off. And then, of course, the main event, the cash-in-the-bag match. Chuck Tibbs, the Hammer Man, Hollywood Hulcher, Blake Tanner, AJ Steele, Fomosan, all of them doing battle for the opportunity to become Mr. Cash-in-the-bag. And the only way to see it is this Sunday on the official Fight Boys YouTube channel. Of course, also be able to check in to our developmental territory, JXT, for Money in the Drank. This Saturday, Tibbs, let me tell you something. Them JXT boys, they've been doing some fun stuff down there. (laughs) Absolutely, Sills. I'd tell you a little bit more about it, but I'm always drunk when I'm watching. That is right, Tibbs. But, of course, until next time, remember to support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS is where you can support the JWF and, of course, the BS Network. It is our mother network where all the shows come from. And who knows, if you donate, we might bring you in to be a superstar for JXT. That's right, Sills. We, we might even put you in championship contention if you slide a little bit more our way. That is a week. That seems a little sketch, but it's okay. And then, of course, remember to pick up the merchandise of your favorite JWF superstar at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Click in that JWF section and you will find it. But, of course, remember to check out JWF Cash in the Bag this Sunday because until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon. This has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.